What up, what up, what up, beautiful people? It's another beautiful day, a beautiful new year, I guess, if you believe in that. No more on my voice. Uh, start teaching group exercise again. Loving it, but my voice is like, what are you doing? So, it's a little bit off, a little bit different from the norm. You might hear me cough. You might hear me <clears throat> clear my throat like that a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, nonetheless... A uh, couple things. Um, everyone's like, new year, new me. You know what I'm saying? And people get mad when I'm like, yo, don't do that to yourself because that's not really <laughs> that's not really how things go. And without getting too deep, if you really think about it, and I know people don't like to because this goes against uh, a lot of the, the mentality or the, the, the ways we've been taught. So we're not really taught to question or look into or sometimes i believe even like just use a little bit of common sense so it's like oh new year and i'm like wouldn't it make more sense or doesn't it make more sense that the new year is in the spring now you can go look this stuff up for yourself and i don't need to get into all the whatever pagan holidays and the history behind you gotta go research that but when you know better they say do better right so but on a, even on a, let's 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 go back to a, not even a so deep level because people always say can you hold everything ain't so deep and i'm like yeah but when you realize a lot of things have been lies and then you see the truth or even things that just make absolutely way more sense then it's hard to unsee. It's hard to go back and be like, yeah, that makes sense. So think about this. In the dead middle of the winter in most places, I'm in Arizona, so our winter is subjective to the combo. However, there's no leaves on the trees. It's probably snowing. It gets dark at 3, 4.30, right? It's dark most of the time. Uh, animals have hibernated for the winter, right? And it's cold AF. So you mean in the midst of all of that, we're supposed to be like New Year when nothing around us is new? There's nothing new going on. It's in the middle of something. It's in the middle of darkness. It's in the middle of freezing cold. It's in the, I mean, look at it. Was it Buffalo, New York, a couple other places having uh, ridiculous uh, snowstorms at levels they never seen before. Um, I know some people passed away even just from being out in that. So wouldn't it make more sense that New Year was in the spring? Like when March comes around and the, 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 the trees are, the flowers are blooming, the trees, the leaves are coming, you know, coming back, the, the you know, colors are, everything's vibrant. The animals are out of hibernation, right? Like, wouldn't that be new? Like right now, everything's not in the new. You go outside and it looks like the nightmare before Christmas or whatever that cartoon movie was called, right? Just on that level, just from that standpoint, doesn't that make more sense? It just does. Can you imagine? You're writing down your goals or new year, new me, and everything around you is new everything around you is thriving everything around you is vibrant versus like yo i'm freezing cold but let me make this new year new me and i go out and it's raining and it's gray and like no 
So anyways, that's something you can look into for yourself. Um, I'm not a big fan of, of New Year, New Me for, for that reason. And even in the fitness world, for another reason, I love to help people and would love to help someone or some people on their on their journey if they feel like, you know, January is their time to reset and start over and and, and all that. So it's not to knock people who say that, but to, to face a reality that, you know, you said that last year. And let's reflect on from a fitness, health and fitness standpoint. Well, did you stick to that? Did you reach your goals? Did you crush your goals? Did you hit any of them? Did you stay on or did you fall off? And if you stayed on, shout out to you. I met a, I met these guys, man, from uh, University of Michigan. They were out here for the one of the ball games, whatever one was out here. I really didn't, don't follow like that anymore. But they came to the gym. Shout out to them. They were in the uh, Michigan, University of Michigan band. Um, strong AF. Like, there was three guys, and one of them was a power lifter, and the other two, one of them was skinny, and he decided last January – he was going new year, new me, and stick to his goals. Literally showed me a picture of him a year ago versus the guy that was standing in front of me. And I was like, yo, shout out to you for keeping that goal and crushing it because it's rare. It sounds good, but then you got to do the work for 52 weeks out the year or whatever, right? Then you got to stay focused. And even if you fall off, you can't just say, oh, I fell off and leave it at that and say, well, it's February. I might as well wait till next year. That's the mentality that gets people thrown off where they haven't sat down and wrote down goals or talked to someone to say, why are you really doing this? What is your driving force? And not to just be like, new year, new me. That's not a driving force. To lose a couple pounds, not specific enough. To feel better and do better, not emotionally attached enough. So that's where you need a fitness professional. You don't need, but I would recommend someone to sit down and like really ask you questions and probe things to make it make more sense. So when you do have a bad day or you do fall off, someone's there to say, hey, get back on, get back in the game. Most people tap out during the holidays every year. And I'm like, why are you doing that? You already know the holidays are, are coming. We've been doing this for 30, 40, 50, however old you are, years. You know what it is. And and the ones that do it, they always come back with, oh, man, I fell off. I shouldn't have took. You knew that. And I told you. But the thing is, I'm not a babysitter. I don't babysit grown adults. You know what I'm saying? You should be your number one accountability partner in my mind. However, I'm there. I'm going to ask the questions. You're going to do what you want to do anyway. You're going to make a decision anyway. And I'm at a point now where it's just like, yo, if you don't really want to do it, I don't don't, I don't want you around. Like, show me something. Show me that you want it. Because I'll be wanting it way more for people than they want it for themselves. And then it's just draining to me. But anyways, I digress. The Michigan dudes from the Michigan University of Michigan band were great. Um. One of them wanted to hit a PR on his deadlift. I can't remember the weight. I'm, I'm going to tell you it was somewhere above 650 pounds. It was crazy. And then another one, uh, one of the other guys wanted to hit 225 on a bench press. So 
I let them do their thing. I gave the guy who was bench pressing a tip, and he used it, and he hit his PR. At that time, I was boxing, so I couldn't go over there and, and really celebrate with him, but I yelled all the way across the gym because I was glad that they did what they came to do. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, so the Michigan dudes, shout out to y'all in the Michigan band. They got Y'all got some beasts. I never saw band dudes like fit like this, so it was cool to see. But moving forward, it's like it's supposed to be a new year, so let's run with that. And usually around this time, people didn't reflect on the year prior. And I'm, you know, I'm a person who will do that. And I had to learn to do that because in the last few years, I wasn't doing that. So my therapist was like, yo. Go look back at and write down all your accomplishments from the prior year because I'm not going to lie. A lot of times I feel like I'm not doing anything. Like, it's going to sound bad, but I feel like I'm not doing anything or I'm not doing enough. I'll say that because I'm doing something, but I, I, I'm always like, it's not enough. It's not enough. You need to do more. You should be doing this, 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 this. And so I'm working on my time management and my commitment to certain things, i.e. like the podcast. If you've been following or listening, you know, I think it was 2019. I was like on it like twice a week or at least once a week. But I, I know there was a moment where I was dropping two episodes a week and I was and I fell off. There's no excuse. It's my fault. I own it. Distractions. I let stuff get to me, whatever. And last year was a spotty. It was off and on. Oh, I feel like podcasting today. Oh, OK, I don't tomorrow. Oh, I should do this. Maybe not. It happens or it happened. And so I told myself, like, hey, get back in the game, do your thing and, you know, reflect on things. So what's interesting is I was going through my phone and I was looking for pictures for for an event. And then I just got in this rabbit hole of like all the like where I started in group fitness and all the people and then different locations from Washington to Arizona to events in Hawaii and Houston and Baltimore and you know what I mean and then different gyms all over the valleys in Arizona and then it was like man looking at this was like yo you definitely have been touching people's lives and whatever even if I'm in my head because I have bigger visions and goals and things that I want to accomplish it's like, oh, that's not enough. And so the reflective part of looking at a quote-unquote new year, I'm all for that. And I think that we should all do that, especially if you keep videos and pictures in your phone. Just just go through and see. Like, it was kind of crazy to scale back and just see, like, oh, this did happen last year, or I was training this person or this group of people, or, hey, these are strangers at one point, and now we're closer. And, and you know, like, all that stuff is necessary. Um, and what I also did this year was I joined this men's mental health group, even though I, even with that, I've been off and on due to my training schedule of clients. But um, it's been great so far. And, you know, now I'm learning to, like, check in with myself and say, hey, you know, on a scale of one, it might sound cliche, too, but, like, on a scale of one to ten, how are you feeling? And I'm asking you guys that, like, ask yourself, like, daily, like, yo, on 1 to 10, where am I at right now? And be honest, 
right? You don't got to be a 10 and be perfect and whatever. And you could, you know, you only could lie to yourself, but one day you might be at an eight and one day you might be at a 5.5 and a two. And one day you might be at a six. But even if you do feel like a lower number and ask yourself like, well, what do I need to do or what can I do to up this number in the current moment? Because the decision ultimately is yours to make. And that's just one little thing that I've learned. I don't, I won't go into a lot of the stuff in the group because it's really, uh, I, I think it's really great. It's intimate, it's private. And, you know, I didn't even realize how much I needed to be surrounded by, you know what I'm saying, grown men who can be transparent and vulnerable, but also be alpha and run stuff and be organized. Like, I didn't know, you know what I'm saying? And we all bring different things to the table. There's fitness people and business people and numbers guys and spiritual guys. Like, and we all kind of just blend different worlds into one thing. And I think it's great. And I think it's what a lot of men are missing. Now, I can't speak for everybody, but as a person who grew up playing sports and having teammates or just having my boys and even the homegirls like at my mom's house or having my college roommates, you know, around who was my boys like to this day, we're like brothers to have that all of life from Germany to Washington to Texas to Miami. And then as we all grow up, we just get, you know, essentially minus social media further and further apart from each other and dudes get married and then they have kids. And so that becomes their world too. And they got to work so they can protect and provide, which I understand. But I do think that there is, for whatever reason now, because everyone's quote unquote busy, we're so busy that we forget how important it is to actually just sit and bond with one another or be transparent with one another or, you know, call your boy and just see how they really doing. Because a lot of people are battling a lot of things that we don't talk about. And when I say we, I mean me too. And a lot of us have been taught like, hey, you're a man, handle it, deal with it, figure it out. And and there's truth in that. But sometimes, man, just being in a group and being able to say, man, this is how I'm feeling right now. And that being accepted, knowing that, hey, tomorrow I got to get up and do what I got to do still regardless. It's not like, hey, I feel this way. I'm going to go into hiding and whatever. But there has been times where I would go train clients all day or at least some of the day and then come home and just be in my little world. And I know what I have to do. I know what things have to get done. But sometimes it's like, man, you just want to talk to someone who can relate or they need to bounce something off you or just vent. You know what I'm saying? And, and and I think as men, we've gotten so far away from that. And like I said, when you're someone who played team sports and you understand the camaraderie and the brotherhood, if you will, and that vibe, when you look back, it's hard to just be like, yeah, it's just me. Or it's just me and my girl. Or it's just me and my cat. Or it's just me and you know, or just you alone. And I like my quiet time. I like, uh, you know, the opposite of my daily life in a gym full of noise and people. I like that too. But there's a different energy to be able to talk to, you know, you don't know people. So to sit at a table 
full of men and then realize we're strangers. However, we have all these things in common and we never met each other where I might be strong in one area and very weak in another. And someone else is very strong in that area and weak in the area that I'm strong in. And we just bounce these things off each other. I think it's necessary. I think all men should have a, a small group at, at the least that they can confide in and talk to and, and, and have meetups. And I'm not talking about like meet up and go be reckless or do, you know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about like a girl's trip or something like that. And I know that ain't every girl's trip, but I'm just using it as a reference. Um, but even a guy's trip, if that was possible, like, I really don't think people understand how powerful that is. And so part of what comes with that is just checking in with yourself. You know, like I'm in a gym full of different types of people and bodybuilders and competitors and athletes and boxers and MMA dudes. And so there's guys around and that's cool, but we mainly talk in passing. You mean, hey, what up? Yeah, well, here go my client. Boom, got to work. Or they do, their client got to work. Sometimes we work out together. But even in that, we might be venting a little. We might share a little. But we're not really laying it out there. You know what I'm saying? And so in the midst of all that, I think it just helps to, it'll help pull you out of whatever dark space you're in. Like, you know, it's up to you to pull yourself out and say, that's enough. I had to do it. I really did. Like, <laughs> I was like, yo, I haven't really consistently been teaching group fitness, the thing I love, in a year and a half. And I could point the fingers and blame it on snake people and disrespectful people and evil people that I've come across. But at the end of the day, it's my own fault. Like, I need to be proactive. But my energy was just like, nah, I'm trying to survive. Let me do this. I don't know where I'm going to teach. I don't know how, blah, 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 blah. And then it just shot me into being uh, um, not physically but mentally paralyzed mentally frozen in the middle of the winter or mentally frozen and so I would do an event here and there a little get together workout here and there just enough to be like man I missed that and then that's the end of it and a couple of days before y'all's new year ended, mine has not started yet. It'll start in the spring. But I just woke up and made a decision like, man, F it. I have opportunities, which I'm grateful for, to teach in multiple places. Uh, one of them I already have accepted and, and partnering with uh, uh, this studio, Booty Movement. But In the last year, I had to look at, yo, I've been around people who, I've been around supportive people that I was able to learn from and vice versa. And I think that was part of the lesson. Like, let me get around people that do stuff different from me or um, live a different lifestyle. Like, I'm not a fitness competitor, but I got to watch some of them work on themselves mentally and physically for the last year and some change. And I'm not an MMA fighter, but I got to watch these dudes come in late night after they've been at work all day. Uh, some of them have kids and then watch them work and see the, you know, the passion and the desire and the energy. And one of the guys just won his fight. I think it was Friday night out here. He just won. 
And you know what I mean? So it's like, shout out to him. Like, I seen you in the trenches, bro. Like, I seen you doing the work behind the scenes. And one of the girls, you know what I'm saying, she killed it on stage as a fitness competitor. And she used to be overweight. And so it's just like, man, you see all these stories. And even to the people that support me and come and train with me damn near every morning. You know, it's like they could be doing anything else. Their moms and their wives. And, you know, it's part of a lifestyle. It's a commitment. And so being around people I can learn from has been great. But I definitely had to make a decision to say, let me get back to the thing that, like, like I was doing all this and training is cool. I like personal training too, but it was like my soul was just empty until I taught a class like a week ago. And then I'm like, damn. And I've been around elite trainers, which is great. And they, they're not, um, they're very forthcoming with information, which I think is rare in my experience in the fitness world. People like to hoard info or act like, you know, they, they created some move. And, and we all think that, right? I'm creative, but I'll tell people I didn't make up the basis of this, the, the foundation of this move. But I did turn it into this or I did create this. And someone else might be doing the same thing that I feel like I created in my mind. That's why I don't let it hold too much weight over me. Nonetheless, being around elite trainers has been great. And being around business owners has been lessons. So <laughs> there's been some really bad ones who fake good, who play good at first, but are not. and. There's been some interesting ones. And then there's been some legit ones that not even in my, not just in my arena of fitness, but like just in general being around business people and seeing how they operate. Uh, you know, whether it's my barber who has a barber shop or one of my clients who owns a car detailing and car wraps and all that, or, you know, stuff like that. Like you're, you're around these people um, photographers and videographers and and then you know that if they're definitely on the entrepreneurial side that you have something in common because your livelihood is different the way you view things and how you look at it is different so when we get to sit down uh, or they make merchandise and whatever and you know they don't sleep for whatever only a couple hours a night you have all these things going on, but they're great people to learn from because there's always a lesson. Even from the snakes and the wickedness owners, you learn how not to be. That's what I always tell myself. Hey, man, never be like that. Never treat people like that. That's your reminder. Or never lie. Like, like never be that person. And so there's always a lesson in it, you know what I mean? And so reflecting on the, the past year has been like, man, I thought things would be a certain way. I thought 2022 was like the year, you know, 22 is my favorite number and I see it everywhere. And then people, if they're into numbers, people will be like, oh, it's an angel number. And then they send you all this info and it sounds great. But at the end of the day, the work has to be done. And it's kind of great in a way that, 
once I made up my mind, like, hey, I'm not about to sit in this no more. I'm not going to wait for certain things to transpire. I'm just going to go. Doors open. And I had to close some of them because it's overwhelming, too, when people are like, oh, come here, come train here, come do that. Like, yo, I don't want to be everywhere and nowhere, if that makes sense. So now I'm like, oh, okay, well, I got a spot. It's not my ideal as far as the size of the room and what I know I'm capable of because I can fill a room. I've been filling them for years, but it was better than nothing. And I had to humble my own self and say, yo, this is better than doing nothing, which in the group sense, that's what I've been doing for like a year and a half, essentially, minus a couple one-offs. It's nothing. And so I'm like, yo, if this room holds 22 people, then that's what it is. If I have to teach back to back at some point, because it'll get to that, that's what it is. So I'm saying if you and your new year knew me, think about the things that you think about the decision that you need to make that can change things. And I'm not saying I got this all figured out, because trust me, me and the people close to me had to have a heart to heart because I was really just sitting on my hands, like not in a good space. And it was my fault. It has nothing to do with anyone else. It was my own mental battle that I almost let outside influences get me to the point where I was doing bare minimum. And 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 it's still my fault, even though I'm saying outside forces and outside energies, outside people, still my fault because I was allowing it. And I was like, yo, what happened to you? Like before it's like, yo, I'm going to do this, get it done. Yo, I'm going to do this. Get it done. Yo, I'm going to do this. And it was, you know, the confidence was like through the roof. But in the last few situations, both business and personal in, in, in my personal life, I was just like, man, I'm just I'm tired. But then I had to be careful with that because that started being my reality. Like, yeah, I'm just go train. Boom. But I was still working out. I was still fighting back. I'm still learning how to box. Still love boxing, still learning, still fighting back. But it's like, yo, you got to fight back on this business side, too. You got to fight back on this brand. You got to fight back on this group and helping change people's lives. Like, that's what this is about. It's bigger than you. And it's just wild. I kid you not. The, the, the morning I woke up and was like, yo, that's it. I'm good. I'm about to say yes to this and just whatever going to happen, going to happen. One class felt like heaven and... Yeah, and now my thoughts are totally different. And so I'm sharing that with y'all in hopes that it inspires somebody to get off of whatever they on or use use the things that are meant to destroy you as fuel to your fire. Like, I wasn't using them as fuel. I was letting them hinder me, like, crazy. Like, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I'm so dumb. But I had to go through it and grow through it to appreciate group and appreciate the places I have been and the lives that I have touched. And now it's time to touch more and build more. So it's like, man, but if I didn't go back through my phone and look at videos and pictures, I would just feel like I didn't do nothing last year. Like I didn't accomplish anything. And that's not true. But, you know, I don't know if y'all do. Sometimes I write down stuff in my notebook, goals and whatever. And sometimes I don't even go back and look at them until the year is over. I don't even think about it. And some of them get done. And some of them don't. 
So there's things in that realm that I have to work on and hold myself accountable to just getting certain things done um, and control the controllables. So anyways, woo, my voice is like whatever. But um, yeah, so we're going to take a break. We're going to come back right back. I can't even talk. We're going to come right back. And then we're going to talk about y'all want to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? That's what the segment is going to be called. And I don't know how many people's listening. I'm debating on if I want to make y'all want to talk about it, a separate podcast, or just put it in with these. So, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can let me know. You know what I mean? Anyways, we'll be back. Peace. What up? What up, beautiful people? We'll be back in the building. I'm back. You back. We back. You know how we do. Um. So, yeah, this, this segment is called Y'all want to talk about it? And the purpose of this segment, it will be more about, I guess you could call, I say lamestream news or mainstream things that are, that people are talking about, debating over, arguing over, whatever you want to call it, and just give my, my two cent, um, I'll give y'all the insight to a bigger vision. I definitely want to, uh, I'm definitely going to get to a point where we're recording these, uh, video wise um actually i think in the new studio i'm teaching as my classes grow i'll be able to film podcasts in there and have guests and hopefully uh not hopefully i will manifest <laughs> a, a legit co-host or two um for this but for now it's just me so you can argue with yourself that's one of my new lines for 2023 argue with yourself but so, and I'm late to this party for sure, but um, I didn't know much about the brother uh, Kevin Samuels, and I don't know who out there knows. But for a while, he kept popping up on my social media. I didn't pay no mind. And then I would catch a clip here and there, and I would laugh, or I would be like, man, he really checking people, or who is this dude? Or, you know, um, this is why I don't go just off of clips. It's kind of like social media where everyone's IG or TikTok or whatever it is, Facebook, whatever you're on, looks amazing. Mine included. But it's just highlights. It's just a little perspective, a little insight to our lives. It's not everything, right? But people see it and say, oh, they got it figured out, or this person got it made, or I want their life, or I want to look like blah, 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 without knowing the day-to-day or knowing you know, what's really inside in between someone's two ears. So, anyways, Kevin Samuels, uh, if you don't know, was going crazy viral on social media, especially like YouTube and stuff for for checking women, really. But what I realized and bringing them back to reality, like legit about logic and, and reality checks. But it's funny because they painted him when you if you don't sit and listen to like a whole episode of his show um or his interviews whatever you want to call it then it's easy to 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 have your mind skewed and it being like oh he's this and he's a well as now you know this is getting really out of hand but he's a misogynist and he's toxic masculinity you know and it's like have you listened to his story because i had to go back and be like let me listen to him talk about his story before i just go to this judgment that everyone else has gone to 
So anyways, then I got in this rabbit hole of at least catching highlights uh, after I listened to a few, because them shows be long, but then there was ones that were about men, and I was like, how come no one's talking about that? Because he was checking men, too, and calling them on their BS, and there was a couple episodes where it was like, he was like, you know, this is how you become an adult male, like, you need to clean your fingernails, and you need to make sure your bathroom is clean, and get some incense, and get cologne, and he named the colognes, and so it's like, nobody posts that stuff, or you see him, I seen him go back and forth with a guy one day, and he just went in on dude, like, bro, you're wrong, and you're out of pocket, and like, but you never saw that, so what got him the fame and the notoriety was like, asking women tough questions that they either never have been asked, or they genuinely wouldn't answer they'll dance around it blah blah and it's like these were great questions and he would have them rate themselves one to ten and you say hey how tall are you how much do you weigh and then what you know what size dress do you wear and then if they was overweight he would play his little sound effect and he's like you're obese and so there's no sugar coating so that right there let me know that, oh, this is what people are mad about because he's legit keeping it 100, even though everyone says keep it 100. Most of us can't even deal with a percentage of that, like 50%. And he was doing 100. And so a lot of times I was like, yo, this dude is on point. And there was times where there was younger women or or, or even some older ones who would accept the reality or at least the the statistics of what they have going on and anyways he passed away mysteriously so they say and i say all that to say recently uh they came out and said he passed away from hypertension whatever blood high blood pressure if you want to go there and i'm like kevin samuels was clean as far as like he stayed suited and booted you know what I'm saying? Like, fresh to death. Whatever you want to call it. And you could tell, you know what I'm saying, he was a businessman, he was successful, whatever. Of course, he had women, the whole nine, the money, the girls, it was all there. But the one thing that bothered me uh, that I didn't understand in all, almost all, the, at least all the episodes I saw, all the podcasts uh, of his shows that I saw, was that he was always drinking Red Bull. And I'm like, yo, this dude legit drinking Red Bull. And I know that people are like, oh, you need energy, this and that. I'm like, y'all need to read the ingredients and understand even if it says zero sugar, which is a lie. Read the amount of grams of sugar that's in a Red Bull. And I'm not telling y'all that to be preachy or to act like I'm just the epitome of everything healthy. However, when I used to work nights in Miami and South Beach, I was addicted to Red Bull. And it was very hard to come off of that. It was almost like a gateway drug. We got him in the club for free. 
It's hot. It's humid. It's South Beach. It's Miami. I'm in an all-black suit. I want something cold. Red Bull. And I'm working nights from 1030 to 5 a.m. Hey, me that Red Bull. Yeah. Yeah, let me get another one. Whatever. <coughs> Excuse me. So, <coughs> you go from a couple of nights. <coughs> okay. <coughs> a couple of nights to then buying them before work at the little corner store, bigger ones, because the little ones wasn't enough, obviously, to then saying, hey, what what else is out there? And then it was a monster and a rock star. and a, It don't even matter. Whatever was out there that said it gave you energy, it's the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. <clears throat> And what you don't realize is really you're addicted to the sugar and there's ingredients in there that can really do some damage in the sense of I don't think you need, especially like like before you work out, your heart rate's already going to get high if, I mean, if you're working out with me or you're doing boxing or hit something to get your heart rate going. <clears throat> so taking drinking something that boosts your heart up anyway whether you're being physically active or not it's not that smart of a thing to do and I remember even when I used to drink more I don't really drink that much now but it was like oh yeah let me get Red Bull vodka and you're like yo you got an upper and a downer you know what I mean like Alcohol slows things down and whatever, and Red Bull speeds things up. That sounds like confusion to your heart, to your health. Like, what is going on? I thought we was about to start doing push-ups. But we're not doing no push-ups. We're not doing no burpees. We're not doing no mountain climbers. But I feel like we are. Your heart going, and you just sitting there or just standing there. In his case, he's just sitting there talking to people. What? So it's the one thing that I didn't like because he did talk about health and taking care of yourself. And maybe he knew something the rest of us didn't. I'm not, you know, he could have. But I still feel like there's hella suspect what happened to him, how he passed away. Supposedly he was having sex with some younger girl. So from what I heard, I don't know that that to be 110% true. <coughs> but at the end of the day, I always saw him drinking Red Bull. And I implore you, if you've heard of him or you really want to know, don't just watch some 10-minute clip of him going off on somebody or, you know, him checking some woman or him just, you know what I'm saying, like giving him the business, so to speak, because... Dude was hella patient. He was no nonsense, but he was hella patient. And a lot of times, like, I could be cleaning or something, and I'll be listening to And then I'll end up yelling at the phone, like, like, yo, is you listening to him? Like, you're not even listening. Like, what are you talking about? But it's wild to me how easily social media and mainstream media can paint people to be one thing. 
and everyone just runs with it without really even trying to understand. I'm not saying that anybody is 100% right, but he was very, very knowledgeable, had a lot of wisdom from experiences because he used to not be that guy, which he talked about. And how he got treated when he wasn't that guy, when he was trying to be all these things and being super nice and da 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 And I'm like, yeah. So he's speaking from experience. And then he had a reality to his madness. Like, he just wanted people to be better. He wanted women to live in a more realistic world because legit they be in Fantasy Island. And sometimes you just listen and you like, she believed that? Like, every girl think they a 10. Rate yourself the 1 to 10. Oh, I'm a 10. I'm a 10. I'm an 8. I'm a 10. I'm an 8. I'm a 10. I'm a, what? They all feel the same. They deserve. You could have three kids, not married, three different baby daddies, and you deserve a multimillionaire. Like, this is a whole new thing about high. That's his thing. It was like high-value women. And high value men. And now the majority of these people coming on these shows was like, I deserve a high value man. And he's like a high value man when he give you the time of day. But it's crazy because what he really was doing was trying to educate. And I could be I'm a, and I'm gonna be one hundred with y'all. Like I'm typically the type that don't ask a lot of questions and he helped me. Be like, oh, these are the type of questions you need to ask. And so now when you ask them questions, not on a podcast, not in front of people, you could see that, at least in my experience, the answers be the same. But you could tell when people get uncomfortable because of the questions. And he's bringing them into reality that they don't like because it, it, it destroys their fantasy. And... Yeah, I just I, I really wish that people would listen to these longer episodes and see cuz you'll see the different sides. You'll see the patient understanding. Uh I guess he was like a relationship coach or something like that and like a psychologist. Like he knew some stuff. Like you could tell by the questions that he had formulated like but he was patient. But if you disrespected him, he was going to let you know I ain't to be played with. And then you could see, I, you know, this very understanding side when the person on the other end, male or female, reciprocated a certain type of energy. It would be a better conversation, a better flow. They would get some information from him. They would learn some stuff about themselves. And it would end on a very good note. But you don't see that. And so... For the fellas out there, I don't know how many guys listening, whatever. I would say go and listen to Kevin Samuels for the men. You could probably YouTube it or whatever. And I know, I know, there's at least like three different whatever where he talks a lot of stuff. And and I found myself like taking notes, like yo, I didn't know X, Y, and Z. There's some things that just don't for me currently just didn't don't fit my like my livelihood as a fitness professional, like. I'm not there yet where it's just like, you know, being suited and booted and like, that's not really my, but I understand it. Like I got suits and stuff and, and, but like, 
<clears throat> but he talks about your presentation and taking care of your home and taking care of yourself and why. And it's like, man, there's some stuff there. Or even the type of women to look out for. Be mindful of this, that, and the third. And I really wish that brother was still around. Um, I still think the whole thing is suspect. I'm not going to lie. Call it conspiracy, whatever. I still think when when men like that are speaking to truth and the, they start getting followings by the millions, something always happens. You know what I mean? It's like all randomly, just something happens. Um, so I don't know that I believe the hypertension part, uh, but the Red Bull part was the only thing that really bothered me about that. And so that was my my recommendation is to actually hear him out. And then listen to some of these ridiculous women too. Like sometimes it's just entertainment for me because I'm like, wow, she really believes that or she really believes she deserves X, Y, and Z. Wow. You know what I mean? And, and, and it puts a lot of things in perspective on how people operate and why they operate the way that they do. But I think those hard to answer or them kind of uncomfortable questions are necessary on both ends. You know what I mean? Because there was, I'm telling you, there was stuff in there for men that he said, and I was like, damn, that's me. I need to, I need to be better about that. And so I'm working on my own self, on my own things. And, you know, who wouldn't want someone like that around? Like, I'm glad that the videos are still around and he did what he did. But the way the way I saw him presented on, on, on at least my social media uh, following was like he was this horrible person and all he did was hate black women. And, like, none of that was even true, like. None of it was true. And I think that's the downfall. I think that's, you know, um, and I'll even shift this into another segue, I guess. I'll keep this one short um, because I know this is hella controversial right now, but I don't care. Um, and then I, I, I randomly came across this Andrew Tate character and Right after I came across him, I see this thing. Oh, he got locked up because whatever. He was supposedly, him and his brother was trafficking people. Something crazy, right? And that's not for me to say it was or it wasn't. But I'll tell you this. Because even with him, I was like, who's this dude talking all this trash? He cold with it. Like, what? Harsh pills to swallow sometimes. But he keeps it 100 he tells it like it is. People don't like it. He's very articulate. Very intelligent. I don't have to agree with everything. And I feel like that's the problem now. It's like if people don't agree with one thing this person, someone says, then they write off the whole person and everything they stand for, everything they've been through, or whatever wisdom and knowledge they have. Now, some people might call him arrogant, cocky, whatever, whatever, fine. But before this whole arrest thing, I listened to him in in longer interviews. And I'm like, yo, he on to something. There's some truth in that. Some truth in that. Don't have to agree with everything. I'll feel you on that. I don't feel you on that. Without getting all worked up about it. 
Because now you can't, if you offend someone who don't even know you offended, you're canceled and everyone's canceled. And I'm like, you don't find it strange that this man was running around speaking so passionately and purposeful to the point where they was like blocking him off all social media and that didn't make you ask why. Before this whole case thing that y'all gonna try to run with, no one was asking why is he getting silenced like that? What is he saying or doing? But really, what information is he putting out there that the quote-unquote powers that be don't agree with? Because to me, that's the only reason why you get shut down like that. And so everyone's so afraid of like, oh, I'm going to get shut down do this. I see my friends, some of my friends be like, I was in Facebook jail. I was in this. I'm like, y'all don't see how crazy that is for posting something? Anyways, what I was going to say is, that dude said in one of his interviews before this whole little thing jumped off that they was gonna set him up and he was they was coming for him soon. And 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 I'm I'm paraphrasing. But he already said it. Yeah, they about to come get me for whatever. It's like they're gonna do this and it and he forewarned, he's like, Man, this is gonna probably get y'all podcast in trouble, but I'm telling you now if if I end up dead, I never killed myself. So if that's the storyline, I'm telling you now, I would never do that. Like, he was putting it out there. And what was it, a week later? Oh, Andrew Tate, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I'm sure me just saying his name, the red flag something. But I'm like, do people really go and listen before they pass all the... There's, what's this, uh, I don't even know the show because I can't remember. There's a girl, I think she's in London, and she has a podcast, Pearl, Pearl something. And the reason I listen is because she is a woman who speaks from logic and tries to get other women to understand logic over feelings. And she has, they call her auntie, I don't remember the lady's name, she has an older black woman on her show. And she's like the voice of reason. And I love her. Because she calls a spade a spade. And she's been married for like 30 plus years. And she be checking these little girls, women, who live in fantasy land. And I'm like, here's what I don't understand. You could be on a podcast with a grown ass man. Telling you what men want. And they would be like, no, but. How can you know but and negate everything a man just said and then put it about whatever you want? This dude is literally telling you what men want and how we operate. And they'll argue it down. But the auntie on there, she don't play. And when she call a spade a spade, you literally can see the attitudes on these other women. You can see them squirming in their seat. And then they just want to argue with her. And I'm like, damn, what happened to respecting your elder? Like, that's out the window. Like, this woman's probably twice your age, giving you the game. Obviously in a successful marriage. And they don't even listen. They just argue and argue and argue. So, at the end of the day, 
like I had to check myself too and just say, hey, I might not agree with everything that someone says, but at least I can hear them out. And usually there's some great stuff in there. People can say what they want about Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate video helped me get out of my own way in some in some areas. Well, I was like, you know what? He's right. Sometimes you just need that pep talk. <coughs> Excuse me. Maybe maybe the goal ain't to be a billionaire and whatever, but it's like, yo, you need that straight talk. Like we not talking in circles. Seen this TD Jakes clip that said, he said, uh, and I ain't, you know what I'm saying, whatever. But he said, um, he said, women talk in circles and men talk in straight lines. Like men talk straight and women talk in circles. And it's true. Like, and you could see it. When it's happening, you're like, dang. He asked a yes or no question. How did we get all the way around here? All you had to do was say yes or say no. But see, with that comes accountability, and a lot of people don't want the accountability, and they don't want to be wrong because they think they know everything. So they rather dance around it and then add stuff and then change the goalposts and then move it to there and then remix it and then bring it back, back it up, flip it, rub it down. Oh, no. That's what happens in a lot of these podcasts and whatever. So it's very interesting to see. But my whole point of this y'all want to talk about is don't be fooled by the highlights or the lowlights and don't let a clip or a couple clips of somebody or a headline that someone created don't let that be if you care if you don't care fine but don't let that be how you judge someone someone's works that you don't you haven't even dove, um delve delve dove whatever that you haven't researched further to see how they really operate because none of us got it perfect none of us is 100 percent right none of us 100 percent knows but we do have gems and and wisdom to share with one another we have experiences that help shape realities and perspectives but I wouldn't want someone to think that I know 100% because I don't. But I'm also open enough to say, hey, man, these are some people I've been listening to, and they actually have real stuff to say. You might not like it. It might make you uncomfortable, but Kevin Samuels was saying some real shit. Andrew Tate says some real shit. Yo, whether you like it or not, and maybe because some people can't see it when he start talking about come out the matrix and all that. Hey, man, some people get it. And it's like, yo, dang, he right. It's, it's not going to feel good, but it's facts. But you know how I go to lie, feel better than the truth. And, 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 and you know, as scripture says, the veil will be lifted. People are starting to see things for what they really are and i think that's what scares people into the fact that they don't want to talk about these things and they don't want to they don't want to open up that door because i'm gonna be honest man <laughs> once you see it differently everything you see is different
and you can't unsee it. And I don't know what you believe in is God, the most high, the universe, whatever allows that to happen. In my in my experience in my life has been the most high. It, there's a lot of things I can't unsee now. No matter much how much I try to mask it or whatever, he like, man. <laughs> what was the old there the old school song something I gonna get? He said, You blind, baby, you blind to the facts. Yo, I don't know if that was public enemy or not. But anyways, it's like that. So I don't think that people speaking their truth or being you know, straightforward or holding men accountable. Um, I don't think that that's uh, toxic masculinity. I think people just come up with these phrases and then it's just thrown around if you don't just go and flow with the masses. Now it's toxic masculinity. Now it's misogynist. And it's like, dang. Why can't he just be a man speaking on like, yo, I came from nothing. I, I, I'm worth this now, and I built this, and this is how I did it, whatever. And then if he did some wrong snake, whatever, the truth going to come out anyway. But that don't mean that, that don't mean that some of the stuff he said ain't true still. So I guess the question to y'all, does the messenger have to be perfect? Because I don't think there's nobody in our lives that's been that, that we know. Not your parents. They did the best they can with the information and the experiences they had at the time. Not your teach, not your teachers. They human too, and they was making a living doing either what they loved or what they felt they needed to do. If you went to college, not your professors. Same thing. Not your coaches. The best they could. Doesn't make them perfect, but they definitely had a level of wisdom and information to share, and that's what it's about. Whether you like it or not. So get out your feelings. Anyways, about to get out of here. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, stay tuned. Got more podcast episodes coming soon. Make sure you follow me on IG at Arsenal by Kenyatta. And we'll holler at y'all next time. Peace, love, and fire ants. We about this thing. I'm going to get my voice right too. <laughs>